fellow podcasters like yourself with any idea or structure because I like the spontaneousness when I deal with other pod, when I do shows with pod mommies. Because, yes, you are a pod mommy to me. Yeah, I listen to your stuff. And, you know, I even enjoy, you know, your pictures with the naked trumpeter, which we're going to get into. <laughs> okay. You know, but, um, but yeah, so, so how you doing? How you doing? How you doing? Are you ready for these holidays? Um, I'm not a, a big fan of Christmas. I'm not a real celebrator of Christmas, but my best mm-hmm. friend, uh, mm-hmm. it's one of the really important holidays to her. So, um, this year I'm home in Virginia, uh, and mm-hmm. then I'm headed to Canada. Typically I'm in Canada for Christmas, but this year... You know, I wanted to make it a special Christmas for her, so we're gonna. Yeah. You know, we did the tree up and all the gifts underneath it. A lot yeah. of cooking is gonna be happening on Christmas Day, so that's the part that I look forward to. Yeah, here's the funny part, right? I got to mm-hmm. be cooking on Christmas, and I'm doing jerk chicken. Nice. Do a jerk chicken. <laughs> yeah. So, um, no, I could somehow, some way, a uh, like a packet of jerk chicken thing and a recipe fell into in, into my uh kitchen cabinet. So that'd be something interesting to do for Christmas, you know. Are you okay? Well, um, we didn't get no tree or nothing like that. Um, mostly because we had a cat and we didn't want the cat to be messing with the tree because what it be messing because the cat always mess with shit. Yeah. A little curiosity <laughs> ass. <laughs> but um no nah, Christmas I to me I always did like Christmas. It's just, um, well, no, I, I take that back. When I became an adult, I really cared for Christmas so much. Even though it's nice, it's, I can't spend a minute. <coughs> but shit, rent time is right around the goddamn corner. <laughs> that, that's the whole thing, too. It's like, you know, you spend all this money, and then, you know, a couple of days later, like you said, rent is due. And then, rent then there's is fucking still- due. Yeah, there's still the New Year's celebration to consider because people do oh shit too, right? Yeah. <laughs> you know, I would be at I would be at home watching the ball drop because yeah. Well, someone that I know, um, she got invited to a party mm-hmm. at a club, and I guess the 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 people who were going got a booth or a bottle service or something. Mm-hmm. She said they're charging two hundred dollars per person. And my thing is like, okay, so this is a club you normally go to and you pay like maybe 20 bucks as the cover charge. You know what I mean? And then you buy Oh, no, your- no, no. It's New Year's Eve. It's New Year's. Shit. I, I ain't even going for it. I'm scared. Listen, no, no. I'm going no. to nobody's club for $200. Oh, no. Oh, no. $200, I'm going to go to a nice restaurant, have a great meal, a couple glasses of wine, maybe a shot of something. But to go sit down in a club and listen to do, 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 in my ear all night? And maybe have one or two drinks for two hundred dollars. I'm good. See, I, I I wonder even when I was younger. I guess because of the alcohol and dancing, that I was one not for big crowds to begin with. So, <laughs> but I guess because I had my homies with me. Because, like I said, like now I like you. Get just give me a bar. I'm good. Right. You know what I'm saying? Give me a bar with a TV in front of that motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? Couple of drinks, some conversation. I'm happy. I guess because I'm getting old. 
Then I'm sorry, I don't want to, I don't want to be like, God damn, it's just too loud in this motherfucking shit. I don't even think it's that. It's like in this day and age, it's just not practical to spend $200, like especially with like, and so this is my thing. It's like the people who are spending this money, then the week after, they're the same ones that are going to be bawling, saying that they don't have no money. Yeah. Or that they're hungry and can't buy like, you know, they're they're living off of ramen and hot dogs because they spent $200 to go be a baller for a couple of hours. That's just... I, I can't. I can't I, be I 200 No, no. That should be a weekend pass or some shit. With the, exactly. <laughs> exactly. I don't give a fuck what bottles that is. Just like uh, like um, like when I went down to the Delano's back in, my, in Miami. When I went to Miami, Delano's like... They shit was like, I think the cabanas were 200 but hell, they gave you a $100 bottle of some XO or something to go with it. Right. You know, right. You know people was cutting up in them damn cabanas. <laughs> how, can, how can you not want to fuck in the cabana? It, it, it's one of them experiences that you probably will never, ever, ever, ever experience again. I, I hate that I had 200 for that moment. Yeah. I hear you. No doubt. So shoot. So oh, I'm sorry. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Smokers Lounge. And uh, hear my voice. I'm a little under the weather, so I'm not gonna go along with this. Uh, my particulars. Y'all know what it is. Anchor. I'm your host, Calvin Something Champ, aka the Porn Rap Star. Allmylinks.com backslash backslash Porn Rap Star. Also, you know the three. Excuse me, four sponsors. Cause last time. She three when she was here. It is excitebunny.com. Next up, magazine.com as well as llswirl.com. And last but not least, and I got to say this, voice over smutty is finest and black owned. We're talking about blusherotica.com. Go there today, get a subscription, award winning and award nominated. So there you go. And also you can um, prime them in the GW District Black Podcasting Network. So go to shop gwdistrict.com and buy from 500 black-owned retailers and shops. You feel me? Also, five days a week, you can find me on FullySwapRadio.com in the mornings. Also, check me out SkyhawkAfterDarkTV.com as well as the BGPLLC app. Now, I am sitting here across, and y'all have seen her in the premium smoke room and on the Smokers Lounge, and y'all done heard the podcast. This is one of my pod mommies. I love this lady. I learned from this lady. Love her podcast. Love listening to it. We talk about the Poom Poom Chronicles and the host, AJ Badass Jones. Jones. How you doing? Greetings, greetings. Big up on herself. Season's greetings. Happy holidays to everyone. Um, yes, yes. Hope everyone is 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 doing well. Yeah, this there's a flu something going around. I know uh, a few weeks ago. My, yeah, probably a few weeks ago, I had it for like two weeks. It was Ooh, like it was very unpleasant. Uh, Make sure you this, take care of yourself. Take your oh, vitamin C and your echinacea and all these things, because oh, I, oh, I plan to, because it was crazy. I had to call out of work, and mm. I never call out of work. I know my boss like, what the fuck? Yeah, you have to know it's bad when things like that happen, right? Where yeah, more routine. You have to know that it's really bad. Yeah, it's kicking. Yeah, down. because to me, I didn't want to go to work and end up passing out of work. I would pass out of the career if I'm gonna pass out any way, shape, or fashion. Cause right. shoot, you know, cause I had a uh, guy that I used to work there before he had left. 
he had passed out and knocked, I mean, passed out, busted his head open, all that shit. Because he was, uh, was sick. And I was like, damn. But, and, um, but she was crazy. It's cold, but it's still real out this motherfucker. I know. Because <laughs> my job is under the cold, Mr. Chase, we speak out this piece. It's recorded, it's recorded of this episode. So, so what's been going on in the life of AJ? What's been, what's been up? Um, you know, <laughs> a little bit of this, a little bit of that. Mm-hmm. Celebrated the birthday, been doing some content creation with some uh, different people. Mm-hmm. And right now, just kind of winding down and, and uh, wrapping up the year, you know, uh, mm-hmm. I always think that towards the end of the year, you kind of think about, um, you revisit, you know, like the podcast episodes and the content that yeah. you create over the course mm-hmm. of the year. And then, you know, thinking about the things that you're going to go, go, not go, things that you're going to do differently um, for the Mm -hmm. coming year. So, yeah, I'm in the uh, review process right now. So it's it's been a good year. This episode is brought to you by Bumble. So you want to find someone you're compatible with, specifically someone who's ready for a serious connection, totally open to having kids in the future, is a tall rock climbing Libra, and loves rom-coms with vegan pizzas on Tuesdays just as much as you do. Bumble knows that you know exactly what's right for you. So whatever it is you're looking for, Bumble's features can help you find it. Date now on Bumble. Here, I'm definitely happy with, um, you know, 2022. Um, yeah, looking forward to uh, producing some new content and great content and having great guests on for 2023. Yeah, because it's like now I'm getting into the mix of doing video more, which is kind of like new. Even though I was not planning to do video at all, that was not even in in the plans or in the cards, but it's kind of like sometimes you, you, how can I put this? You grow organically. You know what I'm saying? You know, it's kind of like at first you might not want to do something, but then eventually kind of like, especially in, in, in the podcast sphere, you kind of got to have video to a certain extent. Not yeah. fully, but it kind of helps or what have you. You know, mm-hmm. period. Speaking about video, you got to tell me about you and nigga Trump because, okay, how did it feel to get the trumpet blown on, on, on the poom poom? <laughs> You know, um, it was it was it was a great experience. Uh, Eli Daniel is an amazing um, individual, uh, very yeah. open-minded, very sexually liberated and very sexually free, um, very creative as well, and very artistic. Mm-hmm. And um, so when we were we were shooting, so we did a series of impact play, um, mm-hmm. like small scenes, and then mm-hmm. while I was sitting on his bench, just kind of like trying to catch my breath and mm-hmm. hold myself together. Um, he started playing the trumpet from the other room and then like came around the corner. I was like, Oh, what are you doing with this? Uh, yeah. And so then we did a, we did a session, part of the session uh, centered around vibrations around the vulva and he put the bell of the trumpet over my pimple and blew the trumpet in different ways. And let me tell you, <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's like, one of those things that you're not expecting, it completely catches you off guard. Um, but it yeah. was so but it good. It makes sense, though. But it actually makes sense when you think about it because <laughs> it's, it's kind of like the vibrations is the equivalent of if you have a vibrator. Right. You feel what I'm saying? It's because it's, it's the wind, it's the energy, and, and all that hitting the vagina, what have you. So it's, yeah. it's, 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 
It put it, it, it did you orgasm for me? Oh, absolutely. absolutely. <laughs> yeah. So the thing is, like you know, I, I try to um, impress upon women that you know one of the things that we set ourselves up for disappointment is you know focusing so much on the clit. Like the the pum pum is the whole entire thing. The mound, the the labia, the small lips, the fat lips. You know, mm. the actual vaginal opening, you know, it's the hood skin. It's that whole entire area is full of nerves. And, you know, we sometimes need to try to open ourselves to different experiences mm. and the ways in which we receive pleasure. And mm. I think part of the problem is like, you know, everyone knows that the clit is going to, like, if you touch, lick, suck, flick the clit, play with the clit, that's going to make you come. But it's like, what about other ways of experiencing orgasm? You know, like the the small flutterings uh, of the orgasm and and coming versus like the overall the big O. Mm. You know, we have to get out of this mindset that we're always reaching for the big O first and just kind of mm. building our way up to it. And it's exactly like you said, it's like the vibrate the vibrating sensations against like the fat fleshy part of my pom pom. Feeling that go through my thighs, feeling that go through my pelvis, feeling yeah. that go through my abdomen. Ugh. It's, it's, it's a full body experience. Exactly. You know because see, it's, even with men, there's certain things that you do that will give you an orgasm that is intense that you will probably never have any other way. Mm-hmm. You know, period. Um, it's just being willing to try different things and be open to trying different things and experiences. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times we are closed minded because, in my opinion, closed minded because if they, they shame to admit that they like the shit. Right. Absolutely right. 100%. 100%. Like, um, I don't know. Like, it's like, once you start to get bored with mediocrity and you start mm-hmm. to get bored with, you know, uh, mundane pleasure and routine pleasure, like, open mm-hmm. yourself up to something different, you know? I tell people all the time, it's like, we're so worried about what someone's going to think about what we like and what we do. Why the fuck are you telling people? what you like and what you do like that should be personal between you and whoever you're engaging with you know and so it's like people people allow people to shame them into not experiencing and enjoying pleasure it's like oh what you know i I like my ass eaten but oh i you know i could never talk to the guys about that because they'll say that i'm gay and this that and the third there is a community of people out there who like what you like and they will support and they will be understanding if your friends are not those people, stop talking to those people. Stop letting them shame you out of pleasure. That just makes no sense to me and never has. Well, it, it because like I said, Pete, it's um well Eric Badu said, majority of everybody's followers. Right. You know, period. It's kinda like you want to be in with the crowd, not, you know, saying that leading the crowd. Right. You know, period. Not everybody built to lead a crowd. You know, because even with me, the way I used to think totally different than anybody else, even with my homeboys, you know, period. Some of the shit that I used to be, I was doing, they they wasn't doing like that. They were down for eating ass or, or something. Mm-hmm. They weren't hearing that shit. I was like, shit. <laughs> mm-hmm. Because to me, it's, it's, to me, it's, it's sex is also, it's mental, but it's, it's mental. And you want, and I try to do things to a female that would, mess with her mental even though we're doing things physically you know period things that she might not know because once you get a woman in the midst of horniness is you'd be surprised what you might could pull off and get her to like (laughs) when you're behind closed doors whether it's you know you and another consenting adult you and a group of consenting adults 
All you should be focused on is what's happening in the room, not what people are going to say. Like, if it's what people are going to say and those people are in the room, then yeah, I get it. But you're worrying about the after effects of something that doesn't concern anybody unless you tell them. You know, it's like we, I don't know, we're, we're, we want to impress people with our sexual prowess. Mm. And sometimes it backfires on us because the person that you're talking to is not down with whatever you're down with. And mm. so then you start to feel more like embarrassment and shame. Man, fuck all that. Going into 2023, <laughs> take control of your own pleasure, take control yeah. of your own life. And, you know, stop making people talk you out of, out of experience. Now, with that, now, with that being said, this is what I wanted. It was thing I wanted to talk about. Now, as as the time of this recording, you have the Mavis die and all this shit is going on, right? Now, I'm not gonna get into the court case and all that because by the time y'all hear this shit, it is concluded and people don't forget. But the piece of this that I want to tap into is people have an issue with body counts. Yes. <laughs> Now, in 2023, because y'all are watching this probably around that time, why do we still have an issue over body counts? And do women have an issue with a man's body count like that of a man with a woman? Women, people on a whole have less issue with a man having fucked a lot of women versus Mm -hmm. a woman having been fucked by a lot of men. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I'm, I'm of the same mind that you are. Like, I, again, I don't know why any of that matters. You know, it's like people aren't concerned about healthy sexual practices. People aren't concerned about whether or not the person is getting tested regularly. People aren't concerned about, you know, were all these people that she slept with, were these different relationships that just didn't work out for whatever. Like, people are concerned with the wrong thing. Because you know what? I could have fucked 250 men and you asked me how many people I slept with, I could tell you five. How do you know the difference? If my pumpkin is doing all the spectacular tricks and dips and twists and twirls and uh, all the suction and all the goodness it's supposed to do, how would you know how many people I've slept with? And at that point, why would it matter? I feel like, like for men, it matters because you might've slept with somebody who's better than them and they're mentally running competition in their head with the person, a person that they don't know. The people get people get caught up, caught up with the wrong thing. Like, yeah, when when that part of the trial came up, or or you know when they're doing testimony and talking about her body count and this, that, and the third, yeah. it's like, okay, so you want to slut shame a woman for enjoying pleasure? Well, see, well, like, see, well, see. Now, I understood why the defense brought that up to kind of tie in, because the way they were doing it was like this, so people can understand this. You tried, the, the whole point was to prove that Kelsey would be pissed off enough that she might would shoot at Meg if it came right. down. Right. Part of that is them two sex life that was intertwined by dudes that one fucked and the other one fucked behind. Uh-huh. So that was brought in. Now, my issue was when I heard that partisan, which I hope that's not the case, her boyfriend had an issue with her body count. And my thought is this is a man. Yeah, I think he was misquoted because I did yeah. I did read that, and then uh, today I read something else that says I'm that. Like, he was dude, you, you, yeah. It, okay, look, let's just keep it one hundred. Nine times out of ten, your woman fucked more dudes than you probably got pussy. Nine times out of ten, right? Or if she didn't get more, 
trust me, there's two or three dudes that fucked her way better than you. Because we don't always marry the best sex we ever had in our lives. If somebody, if I'm, you know, dating somebody and they they ask me that question, I, I don't answer. If, if I that's be, Yeah, because if that's going to be a hang-up between us, I'd rather just not date you. You know? Or, uh, you know, if it's one of those things where I have to lie to you because your ego can't handle the truth, even though you're asking for the truth, I'd rather just not date you. I never want to be honest. I mean, I, mean it's, I, I would never ask a man how many women have you slept with. I don't give a good goddamn. What I care about is whether or not you're invested in my pleasure, our pleasure, and whether or not you can please me in ways in which I can help you for both of us to have like good sex. That that's that's what I care about. And whether or not you've been tested recently, and whether or not you have healthy sexual practices. That's mm-hmm. the shit that I care about. Yeah, but see, but I I, I think it, it, it's these young kids. That's what. I mean, these young kids, because it's kind of like stuff that I'm hearing that is talking points now was never talking points when I was growing up when I was in my 20s. Right. You know, period. Because it's kind of like I never asked a woman what her body count was. You know, period. It's just to me, it was kind of like, okay, she fucked a lot of dudes. But my thing is like, why do you care? It's like you know, when I hear things like, oh, it value it, it lowers a woman's value. Um, women who sleep with a lot of men are never going to become wives. You know, when I look at, uh, I don't know how to pronounce her name. I think it's it's, it's called Kiki. I think her name is. She was a mm-hmm. former um, adult entertainer, adult star. She's the okay. one with the really long tongue. Yeah, she, I need to talk about. I need to talk about. She has a whole fucking husband. You think he doesn't know? What she did for a living, like he knows. No, no, no. He didn't care. He was like, okay, how was did you do That's what I care about. I don't give a shit about what you do before me. That doesn't have nothing to do with me. What I care about is what you do. No, from this people want thing. to feel like they were the best for their mate or at the top of the line for their mate. Even in my days, I knew. I was never the number one choice. I was the choice that you happened to meet and you liked me. But if if you ask any woman, it was like, okay, out of your, if you didn't marry your husband, who out of your boys you would have married? Yeah, she probably gonna name all three of them. <laughs> so you wasn't the first one. You wasn't the first choice. It's just like she wasn't the first choice neither. Right. Feel me. But everybody would to feel like I was the best she ever had. No, you, you might be a strong number two, but there's one motherfucker. <laughs> right. Right. No, it's true. It's, it's just, it's a wild, it's just wild. You know what I mean? I think that's something going into like going forward, people really need to do away with that. Like I said, the things that you should be most concerned with is that person's sexual practices in terms of, you know, protecting yeah. themselves, being tested regularly and that kind of thing. You know, if, if your ego is 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 what's blocking you mm-hmm. because you're so concerned with how many people a person has slept with, you there's just there's going to be a lot of single men in the years to come because they're focused on the wrong fucking thing. See, and see too also motherfuckers gotta stop listening to motherfuckers that only been in relationships for about three months or had never been in a relationship or in the case of Derrick Jackson can't be faithful to his goddamn wife trying to tell you <laughs> And then trying to trying to give people advice on how to maintain their relationships. 
trying to give women advice on, you know, stay away from these type of men when he is that whole man. Like You were talking about his damn self. That was so funny. But you know what? His his wife, like, he's been cheating on her from when they were in college. So it's not like it was anything new. She just kept accepting the apologies because she feels like it would make her a better woman of God. It makes you stupid is what it makes you. No, I'm going to tell you what I think it is. This man played in your face blatantly. No, and I'm gonna you, tell you. She, well, hold on. She went to bat for this man as hard as, you know, creating this video where she's cursing people, put trying to put curses on people on their womb, on their marriages, on their relationship, on their life, and other, and then only to find out two weeks later or maybe a month later that your husband's he divorced, divorced you. Ass. Yeah. But see, and look, another woman. Come on. This is the reason why I think that she she stayed. Best she ever had. Because probably nine out of ten, her being religious, that was her first. Nah, I don't think it's that. You know what I'm saying? It's, and it's her, it's her religion that kept her there because yeah. women, oh, no, no, the religion. women in the church are taught to uh, forgive their husband's transgressions. That it, mm-hmm. it's it's literally for better or for worse. There's a there's a pastor. A, a very well-known pastor. I only know about him because he's been on social media. This man stays cheating on his wife. I think he's been caught maybe five or six times. Mm-hmm. And every time she forgives him, you know why? Because she's a first lady of the church. And her responsibility to the church, her responsibility to mm-hmm. God is to forgive her husband for his transgressions, especially when he publicly apologizes. Seriously. Please. Did you ever see uh, uh for Jesus? You ever see no. that movie? Yeah, that's no, some no, good no. shit. Y'all, y'all need to check that shit out. Some real shit because it's along the lines of he was doing some transgression on the gay side of things, and his the, the the lady in church's wife had to deal with all that to the point that they lost their congregation, and all that. But anyway, the point being, the reason why I bring that up is that they asked her why she stayed because she said, "I'm the reason why it's, it's staying together." She felt like she had to stay. You know what I'm saying? And it's, it's kind of Yeah, but I mean, but it, it's it because to the because even to the point that, like, for example, if that's why I say you got to before you get married, you got to live your life to a certain extent. Agreed. Because that's part of the reason why a lot of these dudes end up cheating, because they get married early. Well, then to majority of men want to polygamous, but that's a totally different story for another day. But <laughs> they just ain't got the ball to have the conversation with their wife over that shit. I'm just saying. But no, I just think that a lot of the time men men and women, like I said, until we get over that hump of understanding that monogamy is on a more of a mental level than a physical level. They, and to it, when it comes to, like I said, Derrick Jackson, his wife, that's the, the sad part about religion. It says monogamy, it pushes monogamy being physical to the point that you can't love nobody else. You can't find nobody else attractive. You can't, if you look at someone, it's, no, they ain't your wife, it's a sin. Like, no, it's human. Did you see that booty? <laughs> no, I think, I think that they're taught um, that they can't, they can't marry the hoe. 
You can't make a, you know, like you can't marry the girl that likes sex. You can't marry the girl that likes to fuck. You can't marry the girl that likes to suck your dick. You can't bring that girl home to your family. You have to marry the good girl. The problem is a lot of these men want the bad girl, but to preserve their image, um, they marry the good girl and then they're miserable. And then they cheat on the good girl with the girl that they actually want to be with. I, you people, honestly, stop living your lives for other people. Stop living your lives for your religion and your faith. Stop living your lives for the congregation. Live your life according to your truth. Because maybe then you'll marry somebody that you don't want to cheat on because you've married the person that you actually want to be with, not who other people expect you to be with. Stop living for other people's expectations. That's just crazy. You're, you're creating broken homes. You're, you're making yourself miserable. You're making the person that you're with miserable. You know what I mean? Like, leave, if you can't stay committed to that person, leave them alone. Don't put them through that misery. Leave them alone. But see, also, but also the same token, it's like, they didn't want it. They're not having the hard conversations. And what it is, is as a man, okay, if you feel the need to dip, you need to have a conversation with your wife about it. The reason why, because at the end of the day, one, she she might be willing for an open marriage. She might be willing for a poly. But here's the kicker. And she never. I mean, not, don't get it twisted. Some of the freakiest women. I absolutely agree. With <laughs> they, don't get it twisted. <laughs> I didn't have you a couple of church girls in my day. Damn, you do that? <laughs> you were just in the choir. <laughs> <laughs> you was thinking about Hell your Jackson out this bitch. What the fuck? Mm-hmm. But no, but but see, not to me. Like I said, with Derek Jackson, just use him as an example. You know, period. <clears throat> he wanted to be in a poly. He wanted to be in the open. He just didn't have the it in his situation. The look didn't coincide with his money. But trust me, the way that he was moving, and I'm pretty sure that she might have been down for it, but here's the kicker. Men, if you suggest poly or in, or open, you got to understand she gets to play too. That option has to be on the table. <laughs> and it's up to her not to take it. A lot of men can ha- handle that. A lot of men's understanding of a poly relationship is that there's another woman involved and that's it. <laughs> that's that's the extent of the openness and the freedom and and what they hope for is that their main woman also likes women because it's it's natural um and then they get the best of both worlds but a lot of them are not willing to accept that their partner actually abs- gets to go out and play as well that's when their ego kicks in for them and, and them thinking about her getting better dick her having better mm-hmm. orgasms her enjoying you know the relationship i i honestly don't think that Derek jackson wanted a, an open relationship i think what he wanted was to be free but he has a public image you, you can't be a relationship coach talking about all these things when you're not actually in a relationship like who's buying into that you know instead of telling people to live in their truth and live their best lives and be honest with the person that but see, with, but see but see but see but see okay but this this is to me before we even knew Derek Jackson was married, people thought he was single. So this is my thought. How yeah. can I listen to a relationship? I always thought he was married. Oh, I always no. thought he was married. He, somebody frumpy. The ladies, the ladies that he had messed with or what have you, people did not know of her. Did mm-hmm. not see her or what have you. Even to the point that like 
these YouTubers, boy, they are they, they own it. They they be showing you shit. You do not see a post of her on his damn after a certain after before a certain I think date. You did not see a post of him and his wife or what have you, right? So <clears throat> knowing him and knowing the, the, the this would sold him over. He's a single dude that sounds like he knows how to treat a woman. Right. He just needed a chance to be with a woman. That was the way he was coming off. You feel me? So, with that being said, he was already it. How can I listen to so a relationship coach that is not in a relationship? Is <laughs> is it and and it's not about the fact that him trashing dudes because what a lot of the shit he was saying was it made sense. No, no bullshit. But how can I listen to a dude that ain't in a relationship to get advice for a relationship? What the fuck can he tell you about being in a relationship? Or how do you listen to someone give advice in a relationship and they're doing the exact thing that they're telling you that other men don't put up with from other men? Yeah. Like, I, I don't know. It, that whole... But see, it's because... People won't it, it <clears throat> people believe anything and trust nothing. Right. You know, period. They want to believe that this dude know what he was talking about. And it makes them feel that comfort that it ain't me. Right. It's the dudes. Because a dude is saying that. <laughs> you feel what I'm coming from? You know, right. period. Because a dude is saying it. Just like it 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 feels comfort when a female says something, it'd be like, oh. Females say that, you know, period, because they want to feel like they ain't crazy. Right. Especially if you a female, let's just say, that went through, let's say, three, four relationships in the past five years. Mm-hmm. You want reassurance that you want you ain't the reason why them relationships didn't go down. Right. You know, period. So, yeah, so you're hearing this damn big chocolate motherfucker in his car saying dudes ain't shit. <laughs> Don't leave your crown queen. But a lot of it makes sense now. Like, because I used to always wonder, like, why are you always in your car recording? But now it makes sense because you had a wife and children at home. And, you know, maybe you didn't want your wife to know what you were doing or, you know, for people to hear or see what was going in your background. It's like mm-hmm. all the puzzle pieces started to fall in place, you know, when he got caught cheating and he had to make amends. But, you know, I feel like when that first scandal happened, he should have just recognized what it was and just left well enough alone because now, like, you know, now she has completely embarrassed herself. And and you knew that, you know, and you you allowed that to happen as her husband, as her man. He liked that shit. I won't keep it real with you. He liked that she did that video. He enjoyed every bit of this shit because it's simple fact to his ego. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he sounds like that dude, what is it, TJ? TJ, whatever that name dude that wrote this shit on Instagram like yeah her black super her black uh black woman superpower wouldn't let her leave me for no how much shit I'm... true thank and black men we took a couple of losses these past couple of weeks families have a lot going on let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. 
Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. I'm just saying, you got to do better. You got to do better. Um, fortunately, the year is coming to a close, so you'll be okay. <laughs> 2023 to make up for lost time. Make up for so, shoot, so what content are we creating now? Because... What content are we? What content are you creating now? Uh, right now. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. honestly, right now, like like I said, with the year coming to a close, um, I'm working primarily on customs for different uh, clients that are looking for, you know, something special for themselves <laughs> for the holiday. Um, and that's it. You know, I have one um, more podcast episode to record. Mm-hmm. Um, the pod, the live podcast that I do bi-weekly mm-hmm. uh, with my co-host, three guys uh, from Three Guys and a Girl, um, mm-hmm. we have our final live uh, on the 28th. So mm-hmm. just put together, you know, like our holiday video, wishing everyone a happy year. And after mm-hmm. that, I'm literally going to take a break um, and then, you know, start fresh for the new year. So. Well, you you know me. I shoot. I already got shit. I always try to uh, book my stuff a month in advance, well, a month and a half with just episodes and what have you. Because I kind of, as Jim Cornette said, book myself into a corner. Because yeah. <laughs> I got to get, I got to give the people what they want. They want it five times a week. They want the premium smoke room. But it's like, you know. How you handle fatigue, podcast fatigue? I honestly, I, so it's been uh, a little over three years that I've been doing um, solo podcasting. And, oh, thank you. <laughs> so I go really hard uh, from like January to November. My birthday's in November. And then once my birthday hits, I literally slow all the way down. And so... Mm-hmm. You know, from January to November, I put out a, a podcast episode every week. And then, you know, like a, sometimes, depending on what's happening, there may be like a week off, but pretty consistent for that, um, you know, first uh, 10, 10, 11 months. Mm-hmm. And then after that, like I literally slow all the way down um, and just, you know, once uh, each month. Um, I, so basically what I'm saying is that I've, I've learned to pay attention to my body. And I've learned to listen to my body because prior to that, it was like, go, go, go hard, hard, hard podcast every week, uh, a a, a weekly live and then a solo live and and just, you know, Mm -hmm. moving around and do it. And it's exhausting. You know, people, I know people think that like your podcast and you're just talking, how can that be tiring? Um, It's a process because it's engaging with other people. It's that engaging of energy with other people. It's creatively creating content you know, making sure that, you know, you're filling the niche that that is your niche and making sure that people stay engaged, making sure that you're entertaining, make sure that it's informative, make sure that it's fun, it's insightful and all these things, which requires planning and, you know, um, you know, scheduling guests and, and editing and, and all these moving parts. Um, it's, it's a lot. It's a lot and it becomes mentally exhausting. Um, but like I said, I've, I've learned to pay attention to it because I think in my first year, I had like a total breakdown, you know, mm-hmm. not in any sort of horrendous way, but just feeling like I totally crashed. Um, and I didn't like that for, for mm-hmm. myself. I didn't like the feeling of it. And so, um, you know, year two, year three, 
just really paying attention to my body, paying attention to, um, you know, when it's saying take a break and knowing that it's okay to take a break. Like no one's going to be mad. Your following is not going to fall off. Nobody's going to be like knocking on your door and saying, hey, we're there. Right. For this week, like people who are will be truly understanding. And, And if we've learned anything in the past two years, especially with COVID hitting, your mental health is so important valuable and the only person that can take care of that is you you know so in those moments this is to all the podcasters out there whether you do video podcasts or audio podcasts or lives or what Mm -hmm. have you when you need to take a break take a break the people who support you and love you and follow you they're not going anywhere you know it's as simple as you know when i need like a self-care day i put up a post saying i'm taking a self-care day yeah. Those of you who urgently need me, you know how to get in contact with me. Otherwise, I'll see y'all in a couple of days. Sure. And to be honest with you, it's like this. To me, podcast fan base, each fan, each entertainment has a different type of fan base. Podcast fan base, to me, is kind of strong and more loyal because you become a part of that day, yeah. that routine. You know, period. So it's kind of like, if you miss the episode, they'll feel it. But then when they, when they and they, and even and even if you miss the episode, they'll come back the day that they you know they normally know that you release, and they just check again, you know. Because I be doing that just just off <laughs> with, with, as a podcast fan, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, but I mean it's yeah. you know if you think about it like a job like anything else, you know, like when you're working on a nine to five job in somebody else's company, you know, you've got sick days, you've got vacation days, right? Mm-hmm. They encourage you to use them so that you don't burn out, you know, mm-hmm. with podcasting because it's, it's, it, it's self-employment, so to speak. Mm-hmm. You have to pace yourself. You have to know when to take a sick day. You have to know when to use a vacation day. Um, I just feel like so that you can come back being the best version of yourself and mm-hmm. giving the best content that you have. I've recorded when I've been sick and barely had a voice and I'm like, you know, and, and that was like my obligation only mm-hmm. to have people say like, you know what, if you're not well, it's okay to take a break and really, really embracing that and, and listening to that, you know? So, yeah. you know, you have to, you have to take care of yourself. Like I said, your mental health is invaluable. Your physical health is invaluable. If you don't have either of those things, what are you really doing? Not a damn thing. Not a damn thing. <laughs> because yeah, because trust me, people, it's like, just because we're talking doesn't mean it's not a tiring process because it's talking with a purpose and then especially doing the episode by yourself so now you got to be entertaining by yourself yes, yes. <laughs> yeah i'll be like oh my god that is like so the toughest shit. like doing it by myself i'm like but then by the time i look about the game for 40 minutes of content True. just just giving my thoughts or what have you Mm-hmm. I think all podcasts, I think you should have at least one or two episodes that is just you, where they really hear your thoughts and, and the whole nine, you know, mm-hmm. because it's it's kind of like a monologue, giving them a an inside look of, of you, you know what I'm saying? That's why, that's why I used to always do, you know, episodes um, where it's just me. Yeah, I um I, I do a, a once a month thing called The Love Zone. Um, mm-hmm. People are always asking me questions asking for advice asking my thoughts and opinions so i try to do one episode a month where i answer like a bunch of questions whether it's mm-hmm. about me that people are interested in knowing or 
you know, just a different type of perspective. Sometimes people mm-hmm. want to get close and they want to hear things raw, but they want to hear it from somebody that's not like super close to them. Yeah. You know, you know cause sometimes I, I will hard talk people when, you know, mm-hmm. they've made decisions that they know that they shouldn't have. <laughs> <laughs> so true. So that's the point of our job is we're not here to sugarcoat it. That's why I don't like podcasts that sugarcoat shit. No, we want your raw and, and unapologetic opinion, good, bad, or ugly, whatever. Now, if it sounds stupid, hopefully you're smart enough to clean it up. But if not, damn it, hey. Right. Sometimes, and sometimes that that message or that 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 medicine is easier coming from somebody that's not like personal to you, somebody yeah. that you respect and you admire, but somebody that isn't going to be a yes man who isn't going to, you know, like you said, sugarcoat it because they, they know you and they don't want to hurt your feelings. It's never my intention to hurt someone's feelings, but I'm yeah. going to, I'm going to tell you, I'm going to give you the response that you asked for. I'm going to, mm-hmm. give you, you know, the raw and the real. So yeah, yeah that's, that's our job. Mm-hmm. And that's what they expect from us from the smokers lounge and the Poom Poom Chronicles. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have so, any projects lined up for the new year for yourself? Um, let's see. I I got a plenty of big time interviews dropping for the Savage Smoke nice. and Bonus Smoke, you know, Fridays and Saturdays. Plus also the Premium Smoke Room for the subscribers, what have you. Which I might bring into the Premium Smoke Room one day so we can really chop it up, what have you. Um, y'all know what it is $4.99 a month, seven premium podcasts for you to enjoy, exclusive on Spotify. That's right, people. Spotify does have video now, so y'all can actually watch the shit on Spotify, you know, period. So, and um, shit, hopefully, travel to one of these damn exoticas at some point. Yeah, I um, I definitely <laughs> want to get to um, Exotica and the Sex Expo next year um i think for me this year it was just timing but definitely i yeah i'm gonna be traveling about a lot more um a lot more next year oh yeah because because that's uh, might as well show the people my damn face (laughs) (laughs) so with that being said baby girl tell everybody where they can find you and where they can listen to poom poom chronicles Okay, uh, so you can follow me on my social media on Twitter and Instagram at the Poom Poom Chronicles podcast. Uh, you can also follow my personal page, badass underscore Jones underscore on Twitter and on Instagram as well. Uh, the podcast can be found on all platforms where podcasts are listened to, uh, Apple iTunes, Spotify, Amazon, so on and so on. And it's the Poom Poom Chronicles pod. Uh, if you want to get in contact with me, you can either email me at the Poom Poom Chronicles at gmail.com I also have a call in line. You can leave a message, send me a text. That number is 320 270 1086. See, 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 that lets you know that a lot of people listen to Poom Poom Chronicles because <laughs> she has a call line, people. What that thing? <laughs> Subtle flex for your ass, people. Yes, yes. I've been saying this women dominate the sexuality genre, and that's yes. facts. Men might men might dominate the hip hop, but not like the women do the sexuality genre. Cause they go on tour and shit. It just it's it's real. <laughs> it's real. And I ain't mad at it, god dang it. So with that being said, people, you know how we end these things all day, every day. Life is a learning experience. What's the point of the experience if you haven't learned anything? Smoke, 
this over. Say goodbye to the people, Miss Lowe. Peace. <laughs>